you like jumping the gun on that. Welcome to the Do Less Podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bermonte. Ah, uh, we we got playoff basketball. <laughs> playoff basketball on while we're potting. We have a new setup because we are facing the TV. But this yeah. is the first time we've faced the TV where we're actually recording it on camera. We'll see if it translates. <laughs> this is going on YouTube and people are going to be like, what the hell? It kind of looks watching? like a crazy setup. This is what the Do Less podcast was always meant to become. You're going to watch us watch NBA basketball. I <laughs> <laughs> There's like a dim light next to the phone, which is recording us. Yeah. That has, it's a dim light. It's a soft light. I think it's a, I don't know what it looks like uh, on camera, but here's the other thing is we're getting the reflection from the TV, so it kind of looks like some flashes on us and stuff, but it's kind of soothing. I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do less. Uh, it's our yeah, set design. It's game two, right? Well, what we're watching right now is game two, Philly's uh, 76ers versus Celtics. Right. But we did go to the sports bar yesterday. Uh, sucker yeah. punch to watch. <laughs> that's the name of the sport we got bar. sucker punched in the face by the bartender because uh she was a smoke yeah talk about a sucker punch i wrote my number on the receipt but it was a digital receipt so i just got a text receipt <laughs> <laughs> you texted back the receipt like hey here's my number yeah <laughs> well it's just you know because uh, i was thinking about like oh I'm, maybe i'll write my number on the receipt but then they brought the thing over yeah and you just send digital copy right and you get it from like a one eight Hundred number, got it, got it. You're like, I guess the scissor number. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, well, I tried to order some cauliflower wings and they didn't come out. And then she was like, "Do you want anything else?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, no, no, no." You were like, "He's a vegan. He's a vegan." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Quiet down, come on." I just, maybe I, maybe I just bus. wanted some cauliflower wings I was tonight. You the bus. <laughs> I don't necessarily need her to know that. I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew what you were doing, and it was well played. This is also what's crazy is I need to start off by saying it was a great sports bar. Yeah. Also. Mike had basketball, so he had to leave. But the energy in the fourth quarter in that bar oh, was electric. Yeah. But I, I kind of want to go back for the next Knicks game. I think it would be worth it. Here's, but I just I'm prefacing with all this positive uh, feedback on the place because the food not great wasn't that good. Yeah, and then uh, Jesse Eigner, mm-hmm. literally like seconds after you were gone. Just randomly wandered in solo because he's a huge Knicks fan, no, I another, guess. Another comic. And then he just sat next to me, so I watched the game with him. Yeah. And he got... Actually, what he got looked good, but the chicken was a little raw. Raw chicken, Ooh. no good. I mean, the, the, the food in that place definitely was... That's not why you go to Sucker Punch. That's not why you go to Sucker Punch. You don't punch. go to Sucker Punch. You go to food. Sucker Puck Punch for the ambiance and the environment. The environment. And the drinks, I'm sure, are good because I think the, the drinks that... I wasn't drinking, but I saw some good-looking cocktails. Well, if, if you're going to drink, then, you know, any bar has alcohol. But, yeah. like, that, I like the decor, like what was on the uh, – I like the artwork. And it, I like the, how they had the sound on on the game. So it feels like you're at Madison Square Garden. It had an Ainsworth thing where it was, like, this upscale sports bar. Right. But I feel like I'd go to Ainsworth and, like, no one actually watched the game. Yesterday was, like, people they were, all were out there it. to watch the Knicks. It was fun. I it guess the one thing in between – the game, like the commercials, they just like blast music. Yeah. Which is fine. It actually is kind of cool. Yeah. Because there was like one like like reggaeton song 
playing for like one commercial break and yeah. all the commercials like went with the song. It was like interesting. <laughs> it does keep the energy up. It does. Because uh, if, if you don't have music in between, then it probably dies out a to little To me, bit. it's actually the perfect thing because it's just no ads. Yeah. You get music instead of ads. You get hits. It's just kind of loud. It's loud music. It's loud. It's they loud. could dial, like, do a little less yeah. and dial it back a little bit. Well, my favorite sports bar is in Upper West Side, Blondie's. I and know they Blondies. do they do the same thing. They do game sound, but then commercial break they play music. Yeah, but the music they play is usually like pretty low key. It's kind of the perfect. It's the yeah, perfect you got to go bar. more low key. But that makes sense for the Upper West Side when we're in the heart of my neighborhood. Yeah, Kipps Bay. Yeah, you're getting sucker punched. There's some good looking ladies. Yeah, I say basketball. that sometimes. I say that, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's New York," and I was like, "Oh yeah, good point." Yeah, but. <laughs> There's certainly bars that don't have that. That's true. You know, it's New York. There's also tons, <laughs> there's tons of uggos out there. Yeah, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a lot of everything. You get everything. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that was cool about our bartender that we are in love with, yeah, she, in the fourth quarter, was really paying attention to the game and rooting for the Knicks. Wow. She's, she's a big Knicks fan. Huge Knicks fan. Well, I'm going to file that into my back pocket. Yeah, so I'm going to go in there, more. and I'm going to be like, hey... You like the Knicks? You like Brunson? <laughs> be like, hey, you like the Knicks? She's going to be like, yeah. And be like, well, we have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My name's Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. It's been a busy couple weeks. We've been traveling both on the road. Yeah, Mike was in God's country. I was in, all the way in the West Coast, Washington, the state of Washington, which seems to be every store in restaurant and bar seems to be run by tweens mm-hmm. who are high out of their minds. Yeah. Well, it's a high. It's high a high state. place. That's a high. St- that's Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it was it. in Ohio um, this whole time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, but everyone, I guess it's very like a hippie type culture. And depends uh, where you go in Washington, though. Did you get any like rugged Washington? Oh, towns? yeah. We saw we saw a little ruggedness. In, uh, like, well, we we did see, like, we had one big drive from one show, which was near Portland area, to, like, Walla Walla, Washington, which is a real place. And on the drive there was, like, four hours of nothingness. The only thing you would, you'd see, like, beautiful scenery and mountains. Every exit was, like, the worst town you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, a gas station and, like, an inn that nobody stayed at in (laughs) 50 years. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what industry. Mountains, mountains. Mountains were nice. A lot of ridges. Yeah, a lot of ridges. A lot of, But you would go like literally like th- we went like 45 minutes without seeing a gas station. Like we were maybe, yeah. we maybe going to run out of gas because we didn't we don't we didn't even think about it. But at least that makes sense in a place like Washington. The thing that will never frustrate me more is when we were driving to Boston that one time. And it was the same thing. It was 45 minutes to an hour before in between gas stations. I'm like, this is the Northeast. It's packed bumper-to-bumper traffic. Right. How is this possible? I think that there was, <laughs> like, they were all, like, closed down, I think. There was the weirdest. That was insane. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it is weird. This, they don't even exist. That's a really, yeah. it's a really do-less state because they're not, there's nothing going on. There's a lot of natural resources. Natural mm-hmm. is less. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of mountains. A lot of I think there's a lot of farming, you know. So they're they're doing a lot of uh, a lot of ranches out there. A lot of ranches. It's a big ranch state. 
But what do you do out there that you are off the grid if you live out there? Well, it's funny because I was in Texas while you were in Washington. Yeah. And Texas is a big cowboy state, Uh and you were in a big ranch state. Yeah. We're a real western. (laughs) (laughs) It's an Oregon trail. I felt like that drive that we did was the the Oregon trail. It was cool. It was pretty cool. It was very nice. The, The best part is the scenery for sure. But then this place, Walla Walla, was like a quaint little town. Randomly, you get off the exit and drive a little bit, and you would have thought that you were in Long Island, like or really? like like the Hamptons. That's yeah, what yeah. it felt like. Um, just like one of those like kind of like beach little towns. There's not a a, there's not a beach, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean with like kind of like the shops mm-hmm. and the. It was like a little town. It was a little town. Right. It was like Rhode Island. It was yeah. Chicago. It was Chicago. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> um, so but it was pretty cool. But apparently, it's like a huge wine country. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of like there's a lot of wineries out there and a lot of older white women on wine trips that were hammered that came to our show. Yeah. But they were very fun. You that could always go two ways. They can like heckle a lot or just really enjoy it. And they you we did they did, you know, it was a couple of Karen's, so they did pop off every once in a while, but they were they weren't too rowdy. Nice. Yeah, I love that's one of my favorite states. And then this place that we did the show at, the sign on the front was like, I think I sent a picture yeah, to you yeah. guys. It was like, le- no vegans, no blue haired, you know, people mm-hmm. like this. And this, it makes sense for this guy. Who well, runs also it. in Washington, that they probably do get a lot of that. Well, that's what I'm thinking. So if they don't want that, they do need to put a so sign he's, up. He, right. <laughs> so he's advertising his place as like kind of like a no wokeness zone. The anti-woke zone. That's, yeah. And this guy was out of his mind, but he was a great guy, and uh, definitely just, like, he was a character. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, Washington's is one of my favorite states. Everyone's just, they're a little too high. That's what I, that that's what bothered me. It's like, they weren't even functional. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a couple times when, like, like, one kid at the restaurant was like, oh, I like your sneakers. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the Nike campus tomorrow. And he's like... I was like, what's, I was like, you ever been? He was like, uh, he was blank. And I was like, yeah, then, you know, the Nike campus. He's like, no, I don't know. Just stared at me. Nice. And then I walked away. That's the thing I love. My, my Probably my favorite state outside of New York is Colorado. Yeah. And Colorado and Washington have some similarities. They're both big in weed, a lot of mountains. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Colorado, those people are a little more lucid. And I wonder if it's because... Of like the skiing, snowboarding, they do. They're do a little activities. bit active. They yeah, they do stuff. Washington, you really just get high and sink into the couch. Out they, there. That's all they do. There's really not much. They else don't do. To they do. literally. There's nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there are. I guess they maybe they could ski, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's different though. Colorado yeah. is like it's like a very active. Yeah. Everyone's getting high. Yeah. But then they're snowboarding or in the summer they're ATVing. They're doing high risk, life threatening activities, right? Extreme sports, which sober you right up. Yeah, but in Washington, they're just let me tell you something. Into the they couch. weren't in shape, and no. I let them know it. Yeah, flannel, <laughs> a lot of flannel, right? A lot of flannel. There was like it was like that one show in Connecticut when I apparently told everyone in the audience that they were fat slobs. Mm-hmm. And they didn't work out um, because this they were out of shape. Do you comment on it? I didn't comment on it, but, uh, you know, I clocked it. Nice. <laughs> Texas, 
not that fat. You would think it'd be fat. It's not that fat. Well, I mean, Austin's a city, so people are... Yeah, I, was, I guess I was just in Austin and Houston, which are like two cities. Houston's like so much better than Austin. It's not even close. Houston's like nice. I mean, I'm sure that there's obviously horrible parts of Houston. Yeah. Because there's so many rappers that talk about getting like shot up in Houston. So I'm sure there's plenty of places you don't want to make a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. But wherever I was was like really nice. It was like parks and like nice houses. It was very clean. So you were like the downtown area. I guess so. But well, then, isn't that Houston? Houston's a big city. Houston's big. Yeah. I'm sure there's outskirts in the like, suburbs of Houston. But Austin is, like, not pretty at all. It looks gross as hell. Austin is grungy. It's real grungy. Austin is, like... Austin is kind of New Orleans-y, where it's, like, after, like, a few days... You're like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then after a few days, you're like, I gotta get the it's hell out of here. This is, like, not they don't, a way to There's live. no upkeep. But uh, Houston, I, I was like, I could be here for months. Well, Houston's like a legit. They have like legitimate business. Yeah, there's like industry there. Yeah, everyone. Everyone's like got stuff going on. Yeah, they have like, like finance too. There's a lot of people going for runs. It, it was like a nice. It reminded me of like New York a little bit or Chicago. Well, they, it was Chicago. It's we Chicago. Both, it's Chicago. We were both in Chicago. It's this, of course we're in Chicago this week. But it is because they got sports teams, right? Yeah. Like they have legitimate commerce in Austin. It's everyone selling you know vegan shoes out of their truck, and then at night they're playing. You know, in a cover band. Yeah, except That's I will say this. If you're a cover band, fucking Austin's the place to be. The music out there is sick. The yeah, music best, pl- is best so place much, to be for that. The music is so much better than the than comedy out there, in my opinion. Yeah, but just because you have Joe Rogan doesn't mean you have any commerce. He's making all the money. No, literally, their biggest industries are comedy and music, which is why everyone moves there for comedy. Which is why the city is grungy. But it's like, it is weird. But the music out there is sick. There's a band I saw. I guess they do this thing at a bar every Tuesday and Sunday where they go on stage and they play from 4 to 10. Yeah. So they're just there's no place that does that. That that is like an exclusively That's a lot Austin of stage time. Thing, I think. Well, if you're a musician, you got to get the stage time. No, if you're a musician, you go to Austin. Yeah. But if you're just trying to live a good life, you don't live in Austin. You got to go Houston. Houston was something else. That's why Especially Washington right there. what's that? So that looks like Washington right there. Like I've been there. I know what it looks yeah. like. And, <laughs> but I think that, yeah, Austin is, yeah, it's for artists. Austin's yeah. for artists. Now, Austin's kind of like Lower East Side, East Village, if it was like a city. I think it's all Bushwick. It's a big Bushwick, which is, Bushwick is huge, nah, and Bushwick is probably East bigger Village, than Because Bushwick is like hipstery, and that's what Austin used to be, but Rogan certainly changed that. No, there's still a lot of hipsters there, though. Not like, dude, it is. What's funny is Rogan is a California liberal guy yeah but somehow made austin more texas than it's ever been (laughs) it doesn't make sense like because i saw my fair share of like cowboy hats and like texas people but aren't you just interacting with comedians the whole time yeah but just people walking around people at bars yeah i saw more texas looking folks in austin than in houston yeah i guess maybe except in houston you get like the there's like literally every 20 You'll see 19 normal-looking people, and then every 20th person is just Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right, of course, yeah. <laughs> but I think Houston has, like, oil money. Yeah, it's oil money. You know, and Austin has, you know, drink ticket money. Drink ticket money. So that's why... And, or, and podcast money. And podcast money. Which is the new oil money. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> as we know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's the difference. I'm not really a fan of Austin, i got to be honest with you. I don't like it. No, it is... I think... Because I was there for a week. Yeah. If I would do it again, I'd go for four days. I'd have a great time. 
But I was also staying in a trailer. That's the other thing. When you sent me the picture of this, I was concerned for your safety. Very safe. Actually, of all the areas I was in Austin, where I was staying was where I would like live that neighborhood. It was yeah. like parks. And I just was thinking like it's nice. not like a hotel room with like a lock on it. I feel like you could just. It was secure. You know what it is? You yeah. know what they have in Texas? Because yeah. they know because they're on the border. Yeah. All these houses, they got walls. <laughs> they got walls. Because there was a legit like high ass fence wrapped around where oh, I was staying. Oh, okay, okay. And there, it was locked. So Because I remember thinking like someone could easily break into the trailer. Well, that's what I was thinking. true, but no one was scaling that fence. I thought the trailer was just in like a parking lot. No, no. It was in like it had a yard and everything. Oh, they built that wall. But the they every house in that neighborhood had, had like a fence that was like ten feet high. They all built. They <laughs> all build walls. They all build walls. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a wall higher than your residence. I know. Actually, it was really scary because, I mean, one of the greatest, one of the gra- greatest comedians, Dusty Slay, yeah. has a bit about when there's tornado warnings uh-huh. they say like if you're you know in a house go to the basement yeah if you're in a trailer home go to your neighbor's house and yeah. if you don't have any friends and you're in a trailer park just get on down and go in the ditch <laughs> right which right. is like his bit yeah and there was actually a tornado in austin so when i was do? there what'd you do it wasn't bad enough and also i think if you're in a s- city yeah tornadoes don't really wash through yeah but i was like for a moment i was like am i gonna have to go into a ditch because I didn't know anyone. Who am I? And also, this is another thing. I'm not going to just start knocking on someone's door because it's all, it's Texas. Right. They just shoot you. Well, that's the thing is they there's. I'd rather go in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just got to wait it out in the trailer. So how do you get in if there's a big wall? There's a key. There's so a door. There's a door. Okay. I guess you could hypothetically jimmy the. Is it a massive? Lock. Is it a massive door? No, it's not that big. It's a wooden fence, but just like pretty high. It was pretty high. Like you couldn't yeah. see. Like you'd have to get through. If you were at the border, crossing the border. No, they could get over. <laughs> they could definitely get over. Right. So there's but, no like slats at the top of the wall or like barbed wire. Or no, anything. no. It's definitely scalable. It's just that if you were gonna be robbing houses, you'd probably look for an easier one. Yeah, you'd look for an easier it, route yeah. to escape. That one. That was. What but about? It was the- like every house did have the wall. What about the door on the trailer, though? That, was it secure? That could be broken into. That's what I was worried yeah, about. Yeah, that probably... Because that locked, but, like, the lock... That door was, like, legit, like... Pl- <laughs> I feel like I could kick That's it what I'm down, saying. Like, yeah. you, could, you could, you know, give that door a forearm shiver, and it would pop right legit, open. Legit. No, yeah. actually. Yeah. But the, the fence door was pretty good lock, and... All right. They built the wall. They built the wall. Built so the wall. Safe. That's another thing, like, it's funny, like, I'll go to a place like Texas or even, like, Nashville, and there's, like, a bad area, and I'm like, ooh, this area's kind of making me nervous. And <laughs> people, are, people always say this. They're always like, oh, aren't you from New York? I'm like, yeah, I'm from New York. Guns are illegal there. Guns are illegal. It's a little nerve-wracking when you're in a bad area in a place where guns are legal. There's also Is that st- not fair? There's also strength in numbers in New York because you're just always surrounded by a lot of people. Right. Right? So I feel like there are some more, like, desolate areas even though there's more people it's like you know you could make a wrong turn and you're the only person in a back alleyway right also in new york if you feel you only feel in danger if you see someone that looks like a legit psychopath because to have a gun on you you're already breaking the law right but if you're in texas you just a law-abiding citizen could be the one that takes your life so right. <laughs> there is it's more nerve-wracking 
Yeah, and if you apparently, if you uh, just, uh, they could probably kill you pretty. They're like, oh yeah, it's self defense. Yeah, yeah. You just asked them like for directions, and they they should they take out their gun and shoot you. <laughs> no, I, I well, I did a walk in Houston that was yeah. like an hour walk. Yeah, and I was like, this might be risky. And there was like one or two blocks mm-hmm. of like not great stretch I had to walk through, mm-hmm. and I was a little shook because I was just like, this could be where I get shot because this is. It's allowed. <laughs> well, it's allowed. Yeah, yeah. It's what is courage. concealed carry? Because to me, it's not very concealed. It's just, it's out there, but it's in a holster. So what does yeah. that mean? Concealed, does it that. mean it's in a holster? You just yeah. can't have it flashing? I guess so. You should walk around with a hol- holster with nothing in it. That's true. That's even more concealed. BB gun. BB gun in there. Yeah. Squirt gun. I kind of want to get a, like, taser. Mm-hmm. But the one that shoots. Right. Yeah, someone at a distance. Yeah. Because the little one is... Well, it's just because the... it's The distance is great, obviously, for functionality. <laughs> but also, the little one looks, like, too girly. I can't be breaking that out. No. I don't I'm going to get mugged. I want to at least... How far does the, you know? the big one um, stretch? Probably 20 to 50 feet. Really? But is it, like, a laser that shoots out? The taser? Yeah. No, it's fucked up. What it is? What is it? It's like a thing. It's like a thing that has like these like needles, Ugh. so it pierces the skin, and then you electric through the wires. Oh, that's why you could keep hitting them. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, actually. Could you kill somebody from a taser? No, I don't think. I think you'd have to. You'd have to like really be torturing them. Like you could. As like mm. a, but I don't think I think it'd be pretty tough. Mm. Those ones though, I mean, if any of them are gonna do it, it is that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that like I got tased with, like by on a podcast, mm-hmm. the purse ones. Those, those are, literally feels like someone like, it's like a shock like pinching you. It's right, like not bad. So that's not gonna do anything. No, I would like to get some weapons. Pepper spray would be good too. I was but thinking it's too about ladylike. I was thinking about pepper spray. You no one's gonna respect you to take out the pepper spray. Yeah, I don't care. I'll I'll be disrespected if I'm getting away from a murder. I'm not being disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> Go down like a man. I'm going down like a man. Yeah. No, I don't know. I've never carried a weapon. That's the pro- my issue is like I would be scared that I would use it at the wrong time or like overreact to a situation, pepper spray somebody, but it's just like a nun that's trying to cross the street. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Well, but, I think, uh, but she was she looked like she was in a hood or something, so I got scared. The problem with pepper spray is that it like lingers as a cloud. Yeah, so like you could kind of get screw yourself up. Yeah, then 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 your eyes are are messed up. Apparently, there's something that these ladies of the night were telling me about. <laughs> I didn't solicit their services. I just met yeah. these ladies at a bar. Sure, and really hit it off. Yeah, and we just hang. We it was just a good hang. Yeah, actually, this is a pretty funny quote. I didn't really want to extend the hang because I was like, these girls are a little wild. Mm-hmm. They were fun, though. Right. But I'm like, they're a little wild. I want to go home. Yeah. I want to go to the trailer, lay down. You got to go home to the trailer. And they go. Decompress. They go, men spend thousands of dollars to hang out with us. We're not letting you leave. Wow. And I was like, that's pretty cool, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> their time is worth thousands of dollars. That's what they were implying. Yeah. But then hang wise, six out of 10. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, you don't think you would have paid. Money. I don't think I would have spent money. I think I paid too much with my time. Right. Right. But they had some funny stories, but they were telling me about some sort of mace or pepper spray, but it's like silly string, mm-hmm. but it like burns. 
Mm-hmm. So that I feel more comfortable with because it's not the cloud. Well, it looks sillier too, and it looks silly. Yeah, it looks like you're just. It's not like electric doing a gag. Some, yeah, it's a little gag. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you carry a little gag. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, you should carry that around. Yeah. Yeah, no, you should probably get something. I mean, you know. I think we should get something. Yeah. Well, we talked I'm about not rocks. Ashamed. I'm not ashamed of it. My my little sister's boyfriend, I mean, he's like a, such a nice kid. He's the type of kid that would have yeah. something like this. But his dad is like an ex-police like, chief. Mm-hmm. And I think he carries pepper spray. That's probably what his like dad told him to do. I feel like Just you like should avoid have... fights, you know? Well, you tried to bring a blade into the Barclays <laughs> It wasn't a blade. <laughs> <laughs> you like had it in between your teeth. And they're like, sir, we can't let you bring that in here. I had grills on, too. <laughs> brass no, it was like your seatbelt cutter. But that yeah. thing was sharp. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably worth it to... Uh, have I think you need a combo. And I think knives are scary. So you go pepper spray or taser. Mm-hmm. Brass knucks. Brass knuckles. Little, uh, <laughs> finding Nico over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> finding Nico. Nico. <laughs> <laughs> you do a pepper spray, you do a punch, you get the hell out of there. Yeah, yeah, you do brass knuckles and knock out five people yeah. at once. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know. I, I I think I just turned my body into a weapon. I'm just gonna go with that. Yeah. Who's it gonna mess cool with me? Would be cool if your hand. You know what I mean? Like these UFC fighters that are just like. You know what I mean? Yeah. What am I worried about? I'm gonna. You know, my body's a weapon. What are you gonna do to me? Right. Like at all times, you're carrying four weapons. Yeah. Both well, your I legs got and your arms, hands, fists. Yeah. Two fists. Two legs. Saint Paul and Peter. What does <laughs> Alec Baldwin call them? And. Pe- <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What is uh, that in? What movie? Might be in 30 Rock, even. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, it is in 30 Rock. What does he say? I forget. It's really good, though. Yeah. He's, like, getting to a fight someone. He's like, you want to throw down? Well, I got St. Paul and me. <laughs> 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 Some sort of saints, but it's very fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't be worried about it. I mean, your weapon is that you're... You, that's really concealed. That's a concealed carry. We're concealed carry mm-hmm. with our muscles. Right. And our training. But I don't want to get into any fights, especially with the people that you, you I all you got to do is follow fight Haven fights. I mean, I've never gotten in a fight in my entire life. <laughs> Where do I, you think I'm seeking them out? Have you ever seen fight Haven? No. Fight Haven's on Twitter. It's an account that just posts fights, mm-hmm. but it's like porn because it's like, like, you know how porn will like uh, always have like a backstory where it's like, you know, like. Like husband comes home and finds wife's friend spread out or whatever it is. Right, right. There's a backstory, <laughs> but you're not seeing the backstory. It just goes straight into the porn. Uh-huh. That's what Fight Heaven does. It'll be like, it's like boyfriend avenges girlfriend, but it's just a fight. It's just a video of a fight. It's a scripted fight. So it's but Fight Haven is like ha- first of all, half the fights are just teachers versus students, which is the being a teacher is the worst Wait, job these, in America. Are right these now. are these actors or are they? No, no, they're legit fights. No, oh, they're legit. But I think fights. they make up the stories to just get for clickbait. Right, right. Um, but yeah, being a being a teacher is the worst job because obviously school shootings. No well, now you got to fight their their and students. The too. students, and I don't know if you've seen kids nowadays. They're they're bigger than the teachers. They're beating the shit out of teachers. Yeah, of course. These students are just ma- They're mutinies. <laughs> Every class is a mutiny. Yeah, these kids have evolved. They're all huge. They're massive. You ever seen Euphoria? Those kids are like, they look like they're, you know, in the NFL. 
There was a kid that was like legit, like Joel Embiid. He was like six four, like two eighty. Yeah. His teacher's taking his phone away. He's like, "Give me my phone." And the teacher's like, "No, you give it back after class." And they start arguing. First of all, this teacher's like a fucking pint-sized meatball. <laughs> he's like this, like with like a comb over, just like the most stereotypical-looking yeah, yeah, teacher got, you've ever seen. Right. The guy just the kid's like, "Give me my phone." He's like, "You get it after class," and he just knocks him out cold, cold Jesus, clocks. Him. Jesus. And it's like, first of all. This teacher has got balls of steel <laughs> <laughs> that he didn't just cave immediately. Right, right. I mean, that's uh, it's a, it's a tough scene. That's the thing is, like, when we walk through a metal detector, it'll probably pick up the steel that we have in terms of our muscles. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to have some sort of protective, you know, coat or, you know, something that uh, misdirects the signal as we walk through, like, a game at the Barclays Center next time. Because I don't even think I could get an MRI. <laughs> 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 because I eat, my diet is creatine and nails. Right, right. Yeah. So I got nothing but metal coursing through my veins. Yeah, you, you, you're legally not allowed to get an MRI. No. Yeah. It would pull me apart. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, actually literally can't get one. Why not? Because I have metal in my leg. Is that true? Broken femur, yeah. You, when did you break your femur? In college. So I was going to say. A so roundhouse kick someone. <laughs> 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 well, you know, if, that probably stunted your growth, you know? college. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have uh, you could eventually uh, have hit puberty at some point. Yeah. You know? I got fucked up. Yeah. But then. Um, yeah, it was tough. I, I broke my femur. How did it happen? I was being extreme. What does that mean? You got. I used to skateboard, and I did this thing called snow skating, mm-hmm. which is like skateboarding on snow. It's not like snowboarding because there's no straps mm-hmm. on the feet, right? So you could do tricks. But I was. That sounds dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounds like you could break your femur doing that. And I was going down a hill, and it was iced over, so I was like going real fast. And there's no straps, mind you. Yeah. And the board <coughs> slipped from out from under me and I think there's like a little ditch and my leg caught it and then it went one I like wishbone. So what does that ha- feel like when you break a femur? It snapped. It just snapped immediately. I was like knew it was broken. Yeah. I think I went into shock though because I was like I immediately screamed. Mm-hmm. All my friends come rushing over and I'm like please like call an ambulance. Yeah. And I'm like but I'm like joking and I'm like I'm I broke my femur, like, 100%. And they're like, you would be in way more pain. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm in shock. Yeah. Because this is... the. Then I was in the hospital for, like, a week, though. And the hospital, that was painful. That sucked. Oof. Yeah, that was painful. But when it actually broke it, it was not bad. Was that the first time you ever broke something? I think I broke my nose when I was a kid, like, fractured. But that's, like, the first, like... That was the first legit one. That was the only real one. Yeah. I've never had anything broke. Yeah, I just broke the biggest bone in my body. Not a big deal. <sighs> yeah, I'm too. I'm too built for that. How you don't? I've also milk. never tried anything risky. So oh, that helps. <laughs> yeah, no, that sucked. I would not recommend. Except the way medical science goes, it's like crazy. Because my sister, I guess, broke her femur when she was like really young, and she <laughs> had to get like a full body cast yeah but i broke my femur and they just like hammered in a metal rod into my leg on like day two and by like day five i was walking it's kind of crazy oh really not walking well but with a cane and shit but like that's pretty cool kind of crazy yeah yeah you should have kept the cane oh i kept the cane (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know that yeah that's why i dropped out 
Not why, but I was gonna ask. Definitely did that, contrib- did that, I was definitely gonna say I certainly certainly didn't contribute to you staying. No, no, I was definitely not as the pic- com- uh, college was not as rosy of a picture after that. Right. I was like, yeah. I were you on the ver- Were you on the track of dropping out? No, no. But that might have been the the first domino to fall. If anything, got it. Got it. I was taking L's consistently. After <laughs> <that>. <laughs> but you probably just had no desire to go to class or do anything after that. Well, it actually was crazy because that week was like the biggest snow- snowstorm in Maryland, D.C. ever. Yeah. So there was no school. Yeah. So I missed zero school, God. which sucks. Yeah. If you break a bone, you get to miss. You don't even get to miss school. I didn't even get to miss anything. Yeah. That's why you're like, oh, I got to drop out so I can miss some school. But then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also never went to go to class before, so I just continued to not go. Right. So it didn't really so change. nothing changed. It didn't really change anything. <laughs> you went to class just as much as you did prior to I having a broken fever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. Do less, um, don't show up, and then drop out. And it was actually kind of cool because I was on drug testing because I got caught smoking weed like immediately mm-hmm. and was really strict there and then i got drugs because i broke my femur so then i could do drugs right when i w- couldn't before and so that, it actually only had benefits so you got hooked on painkillers yeah and uh <laughs> had a 0.0 gpa yep and uh you know the rest is history i mean i was like you know what i don't think i'm gonna really i don't think college is really helping my career <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you yeah, you were ahead of your time though. Yeah, that was worth it. Yeah, do you have any regrets? Like you would never go back to college, right? Honestly, I don't think I do because I'm happy that I went to Maryland because yeah. it was a state school. But I would, s- it was a year and a half of completely just party. Like there was no like yeah me trying to do well in school. Right. I was just trying to get fucked up and like have fun. Yeah. And. I took so many L's as a result of well, it. Well, I think you accomplished that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, but, like, so, like, part of me was would be, like, that's the regret. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I got the four years of partying into a year and a half. So, like, maybe it's not, maybe it's good that I did that. You got what you came for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that were your, like, parents upset that uh, about this? Or were you just... About what? About you, like, dropping out? Well, no, because I transferred to Baruch at first. Right. And they were happy about that because I'd be back in the city. And then when I went to Baruch, I was getting, like, nearly a 4.0. Got it. Because I wasn't drinking anymore. Yeah, like, like I was go, drinking, but just, like, not like I was. Yeah, yeah. I'd go to class. And I yeah. took it seriously. Right. And then I just got the compass job, so I, went, I was like, I'm out on college. But I was actually doing well in college but when I dropped out. So you do just have a high school degree? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know why you don't lead with that on dates. Because some girls don't like it. Well, they should. Actually, once I matched with a girl and we started talking and I mentioned it, mm-hmm. and she said, well, I don't think this is going to work. I value education very highly. And I said, you are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you want to know what I, I, <laughs> what I actually said was really funny. Yeah. She went to like some school that was like DeVry, like you know, like right, like a school that wasn't that good. And I'm like, you value education? You went to fucking DeVry yeah, University. You got, you got University of Phoenix online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're talking, and you're that talking to me. You think I got problems? I went to you, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just that's just short sighted on her part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it was pretty insulting. Actually. <laughs> yeah. But who cares? People have different circumstances, and you also don't need to go to college. Yeah, it depends on what you want to do with your life. 
Doctor. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor, too. <laughs> Honestly, with ChatGPT now, I don't even think you have to go to medical school. Here's the thing is I could be a doctor right now because I could, all I could be an urgent care doctor. I'll tell you that. Because first what, of all, what are you going to do? I'll tell you what an urgent care doctor does. You go in there. You're like, ah, you know, my my uh, I got a broken femur. They're like, you know what? Take some Advil. Take some ice. Rest up. You'll be fine in a week. 100%. That's what, <laughs> tell you what, that's that's urgent care doctor. If you have a weird symptom, this is what they say. They say, all right, give me a minute. Doctor will be in in a second. Yeah. Doctor goes to his office, opens up the laptop, chat.openai.com, <laughs> chat he puts it in. I could also associate different body parts with the type of doctor that's needed. You study flashcards for like 20 different flashcards, and it could be like, hey, oh, you have a headache? Yeah, go see a neurologist. Oh, you have a foot, your foot hurts? Go see a podiatrist. That's all general doctors do is refer you to a specialist. I'm officially out. We've mentioned it before. Yeah, I know. It's rehashing old territory. We're beating a dead horse, but primary care doctors I'm done with. Yeah. ChatGPT is my primary care doctor. Right. 100%. You, you know, had your thing. You thought you were dying. You put into that. It was right. Yeah, I know. But my other friend recently was really depressed about being sick. Yeah. Got her symptoms, put them in. She felt better immediately and was right. And went to a doctor who said, I don't know what this is. Couldn't figure it out. All I'm saying is that I have enough knowledge and expertise to be a certain type of doctor right now, which is a primary care doctor or a generalist. Yeah. I don't have a specific skill, but I can refer you you to other people. And I think that's pretty impressive. That was pretty sick. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, I could be a doctor. Uh, you don't have to go to college for it. So if we do the app that matches doctors to artists. I'm basically both. You just jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right, I'm matching with myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That was the ugliest shot I've ever seen, but it went in. I always thought a good, me and my friends have come up with this idea before where it was like, actual commentary on a game where it was just like no holds bar so like you could stream another i think maybe barstool probably does some of this but like instead of like listening to the announcers of the game you plug into our feed and we're we're commenting people do that yeah joe rogan does that sometimes with uh ufc fights got it got it got it but then you could just comment on anything you know what i mean like we just make fun of people in the crowd and you know you know how it goes i know but it's not live that's the only thing. It's, there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah. If you're somehow watching a rerun on Monday, <laughs> this would be perfect, though. But how much of a delay? Is there enough? I guess there's enough of a delay. Because if people are watching it on TV like us, we're getting it at the same time, shouldn't we be? No. That, if you did a live YouTube or something like that, it would work. Yeah. I'm saying just for the way we're doing this pod. It would no, work. I'm not saying yeah. we're doing it right now. But like. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, you'd have it'd have to be a live situation. Get that shit out of here. I did bet Philly, so this isn't great, but that's fine. You win some, you lose some. Well, you know, F- Boston's not going to lose two in a row at home, so that was a dumb move. No, no, I didn't bet Philly to win. I just bet them with the spread because they were such big underdogs. Well, how much? Seven. Yeah, there's a lot of time left. There's it's time a, left. The NBA, everybody, everybody makes a run possible. Tatum's kind of jacked. 
thought it used to be like a string beat. I guess everyone gets good Yeah, but all these kids come into the league at like 18. I and know, like and they, he's he, been in the league for like 6 or 7 years, but he's only like 24. Yeah, he just gets you just get the best. That's what that's the only reason I want to be an athlete, not to <laughs> be an athlete, but right. to have the access to all the Cuz like Equinox is not enough. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at in life. This guy starts taking creatine for two weeks. He thinks he needs, uh, you know. Uh, I'm saying it's enough in terms of facilities. It's not enough in terms of like I need treatment. a dietitian. I want the personal trainer. Yeah, but the personal trainer is five times as much as the gym membership. They say LeBron spends a million dollars on his body a year. I think it's probably even more than that. See, but like I want to do that. Yeah, that would be nice. That'd be great. It would be because it's diet. It's all these regenerative, uh, you know, cryotherapy, and you're sleeping in chambers and uh, taking sorts of supplements that only a few people know about. Well, if you're spending that much, I don't even. I, I, I would also want a massage. Joking. I want a daily massage. Of course, I'm obviously <laughs> joking. But like, if you're spending that type of money on your body, it's also not something you're even thinking about. I want to wake up every day and what my workout is my massage time all that stuff is completely told to me right i'm not thinking about oh i need a massage this because because a lot of people probably think like oh you got the personal trainer you got the massage you got the nutritionist how do you balance all of it then you get a balance all of it you get an assistant that handles all those people yeah i mean you're you don't have to do anything but show up that's what that's what everyone's telling you when to show up and they're escort and they're escorting you to show up exactly so i need you to take me right you know get me out of bed i need hand holding i would like some hand holding. i want a handler i want somebody to drive me in a golf cart to my massage is that too much to ask that would be nice it would be nice yeah and i want to go into cryotherapy and go in there for 30 seconds to come out regenerated i don't know if i i'm into the cryo i've never tried it it's but just it's the, the like Antonio Brown thing freaked me out. Wait, what happened? Remember when he got like frostbite on his feet from it? Oh yeah, it was like he was like out for two games, and I saw. Yeah, the but he was probably like, in there for like ten minutes. He probably did something stupid because he's an insane person. But, <laughs> but like he, but that. I'll tell you what he me. probably got frostbite on is not his foot, but his third leg. <laughs> <laughs> all, th- all three feet got it's frostbite. Too, it's too big not to. <laughs> I think that was just they blurred it. And no, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know. I have a bit about it. You can look it up. <laughs> it's posted? Yeah, I posted it. But oh, I, nice. I posted it off grid, so no mom's allowed. No mom's allowed. Yeah. Does That's your mom follow you? Yeah. She yeah. likes everything that I post. She supports me unconditionally. That's great. Uh, it's beautiful. You need a mom boost every once in a while. It's the only thing you have at the end of the day. That's true. <laughs> I know. The old mom. That's, yeah. Both our mom's birthdays were this week, too. Back-to-back days. No, no, it wasn't. I was off. Oh, right. My mom's the first. Got it, got it. the third. Yeah, that's right. I don't, we don't do enough for our moms. We definitely don't. Moms are selfless. Shout out to all the do less moms out there. Moms allow you to do less. They really are the facilitators of less. Yeah. They do everything for you. Not only do they do everything for you, they want to do everything for you. You know who loves their moms more than anyone? NBA players. They do. They do. <laughs> they, do they do love their moms. They love their moms. Well, it's because uh, 
Uh, yeah, I won't get into it. But uh, no, you can speak your mind. Their moms were around. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, they they always buy houses for their moms and stuff. And they're well, like, oh, it's always you hear see a lot of stories. Oh, you worked four jobs. Me and you my know, friend you, talk about this in real estate, and I think our buddy Chris Brown sort of has a bit like it. But like moms, the thing is, if you have a single mom, chances are. You're gonna be Kanye West, or you're or a megastar of some sort. You know, like you're gonna be an athlete. If you have a single mom that's dedicated, you're guaranteed to be a superstar. <laughs> de- it's because moms think their sons could do anything, right? But dads are the ones that are like, that's ridiculous, right? It's a good point, and, which is good because it makes you, you know. So once not, you get the negativity out of the but, picture, but the, the, when you lose the dad. Now you just think you could do anything. That's a good point. The problem is some of the Jesus. people with just single moms become a little spoiled because they're told that they're the greatest. They become Kanye. What you know? They become. But I I'll tell you, oh my god! But <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know? had a pretty successful career. Very successful. So do less. Don't have a dad. Do they hold you back? <laughs> That's Chris Brown. <laughs> right. Do less. Don't have a dad. And then you just have a mom, and she has. And mom's already incredibly supportive, and she'll feel the pressure of having no dad there. And do less, be a good dad, leave. Yeah, leave. That's be, a, leaving is being a really bad husband, yes. but it's being a very good dad. It's a very good dad. Yes, because your kid is gonna try to win your respect their whole life. You're gonna motivate your kid like crazy. If you leave him at an early young age, that's never gonna leave the kid. They're gonna do everything to be successful so that they can win your approval. And then maybe once they're successful you can like reunite with them. Emotionally, sure, they might be screwed up. Yeah. But they will be successful. Yes. And you will be like, I did this for you. You know whose dad left also when they were young? Joe Rogan. Yeah. All right, it all comes back to Rogan. He's the most successful person on the planet right now. Yeah, you know who else? Probably Elon Musk. Probably. I think Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk. LeBron James. Kanye West. Kanye West. Need we say more? Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. I don't know if that's true, actually. <laughs> I just made No, that that's up. racist. <laughs> that might be racist. <laughs> I think he might have a nice dad. No, I'm he, actually pretty positive he said both his parents were like, he, like educators and scholars. Yeah, he like grew <laughs> yeah. He, he, <laughs> like good. He parents. like grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. And actually Kanye's dad, I think, was an educator. Like he was like a professor. But I don't Did know. Did he just die or something? He might have died. He might have died. He might have just died. He might have just died. That's actually being the best. That's the move. Right. We've said that before. Die young. Do less die young. Yeah, because you're getting out early. But leaving your kid will emotionally scar them. So if you really want to be the best dad is just die. Just die. Because then the kid isn't emotionally scarred. Because... But then he will be motivated and feel inspired. Loved, and, but will also be motivated. And the, mo- and the and love the from will, his mom yeah. will just be infinite. Uncon- yeah, exactly. Right. Like Kanye buys, like he had like got like his first money from like a producing deal or he got like a big deal or something. You just bought like a massive chain. Yeah. And some parents might be like, oh, you shouldn't spend your money on that. But his mom was like, oh, Kanye, it's beautiful. I love it so much. It's amazing. Oh, and it's like an angel. It's going to watch over you, you know. And that was just beautiful to see. That's why, like, I want kids, like, I want kids, but I don't want kids yet because I still want to live a little. Yeah. But when I'm like fifty, yeah, then you pop them out, pop them out, pop them out. But then you gotta kill yourself. <laughs> then you gotta kill yourself. Yeah, no, you you no. have to die by accident. You die by accident. But that's when you start doing this, you know, snow skating again, the extreme right, sports. You right. go to Colorado, you do some skiing. Right, go back, go you break your femur again. Yeah, yeah. 
What age though? Maybe would you? They gotta have a few years with you. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think like before they start pursuing passions, because mm-hmm. that's where you would hold them back. Right. So like earliest would be like seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Latest would be like teenage years. Nine. <laughs> 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 no, <I'm kidding. laughs> like yeah, yeah like pre, like middle school. Yeah, middle school. Yeah, yeah, you know. Once they get to high school, you don't want to be around. No, you don't. You're just be holding them back. You should leave him. Sebastian Maniscalco had a dad, was never around. Yeah. He he was always working. Right, he's working. That's the move. Yeah, he said he's met his dad when he was 14 or something. (laughs) I'm your father. (laughs) Um, Yeah, don't be around, too. That's good. We're obviously joking. We're joking. We love our our dads. You know, uh, yeah. But moms do more. But moms, I mean, we're, you know. That's not, I mean, that's everyone agrees with that. Mother's Day is a big holiday. Father's but Day, my dad, cares. My mom takes care of my dad, too. Yeah. At this point, my dad can't do anything without my mom. Right. So, he's basically our kid, too. Moms just are here to take care of us. Every time I go into town, my dad's like, I eat good because you're here. Well, not really anymore because I'm vegan, but uh, he was like, when you come into town, like mom actually cooks and makes a lot of good food because you're here. So he's like, I like when you come in because I get to eat good. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how dads say I love you. Yeah, right. See, that's the problem. Right. Because moms will say, I like when you're here because you're God's gift. You <laughs> can do anything. And dads are like, I like when you're here because we get chicken parm. <laughs> so that's the difference. That is the complete difference <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's why moms <laughs> kind of inspire. You're God's gift to the universe. You could do anything. You could be anything you want to be. You're perfect. Feel Marsala. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between a mom and a dad. Yeah. Especially with their sons. Especially with the sons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we've. Um, that's a good note to end on. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to the parents out there. We love both. We love both our parents. I have incredibly supportive parents. I love them very much. And, and hey, even adopted moms, adopted dads. It's 2023. We're trying to be progressive. Anyone who's taking care of a kid, thank hey, you for your service. Hey, you got a dad or a mom? We Congr- love you. We love you. <laughs> and, and congrats. And uh, same with the kids. We love the kids. Stop Stay with the kids. Teachers. Stop sucker punching teachers <laughs> like uh, the the bar in the Kips Bay. It was called Sucker Punch, right? Yeah, it was called Sucker Punch. Yeah. I guess because they do a punch drink. That's probably pretty good. I thought there was going to be like one of those boxing things where you can see how f- hard you can punch. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I would go back for that, and then I could show off. I'd be like, I'm pretty good at that because I just do a complete... Leap haymaker. Yeah, of course. You're you not like doing the, an actual punch. You don't know, like the crow hop to like. Yeah, you're really taking a crow hop it. sprint. <laughs> yeah, I just do a r- crow hop punch and throw it in your entire body into it. But no. I think we should go back and we could be like, look at the bartender, and be like, hey, check this out. We could catch the second half of this game, maybe. And then, yeah, it's not a bad idea. And then be like, hey, whoever gets a higher punch score, you got to go on a date with. And whoever gets a lower punch score, you have to suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. So it's <laughs> a win-win. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. yeah, we'll go do that and report back. Yeah, we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Thanks for raising your kids. Thanks uh, for yeah, <laughs> being you know. parents. We love yeah, you. no, we love you all. Whatever. We're just joking around. Yeah. Do less. Do less out there. Have fun.